servant is not better than the master. If they crucified our Lord, are we better than He? If they put all of the apostles but one to death, are we better than them? Disciples follow their master. And besides that, what did you sign up for anyway? Jesus, in the last hours of His life on earth, was ministering to His disciples. In Matthew chapter 20 and verse number 22, He says this, You know not what you ask. The disciples were asking if they could go with Him, if they could be with Him. He had just told them that in Jerusalem they're going to mock Me, they're going to scourge Me, they're going to crucify Me. And right after that, two of Zebedee's children, which was James and John, they send their mother. And she is saying, Grant that my two sons may sit, the one on your right hand and the one on your left hand in the kingdom of God. Now, this is almost humorous. Here's James and John, the sons of thunder, that have been with Jesus all the way. John, who leaned on Jesus' breast at the Last Supper. These are two of his right-hand men, his closest disciples. And they persuade their mother to go to Jesus and ask Jesus if they can have a special place of honor because they perceive that events are fixing to transpire where Jesus will demonstrate his power and be declared the Messiah, the Lord, the King. And they want to be in on the ground floor. They want to be right up there. Now, you can never picture this happening in a church, can you? It happened in Jesus' church with his own disciples. It's right there in the Bible for all to read. Crass, crude, even vulgar. He is in the last hours of his life on earth telling them they're going to crucify me. And what are they thinking? Boy, oh boy, I want to be second in command. It shouldn't surprise us then that some of the folks that we are dealing with that we perceive as being very spiritual have some very crazy ideas. And Jesus says to them these words, You know not what you ask. Are you able to drink of the cup that I shall drink of and to be baptized with the baptism that I am baptized with? And they say to him, so they must have been right there in the presence even though their mother did the talking. They said, we are. We are. They still don't understand what he's talking about. And he says to them, you shall drink indeed of my cup. Now listen to what he said. My cup. Not the cup that I'm going to drink of, but my cup. What's the difference? The cup is his offering himself as a sacrifice for all the sin. You, James, John, cannot do that. Only I can do that. But you shall drink of the cup of persecution, he says, and be baptized with the baptism that I am baptized with. But to sit on my right hand and on my left hand is not mine to give, but it shall be given to them for whom it is prepared of my Father. Peter said, But and if you suffer for righteousness' sake, happy are you, and be not afraid of their terror, neither be troubled. But sanctify the Lord God in your hearts, and be ready always to give an answer to every man that asketh you of a reason of the hope that is in you with meekness and fear. What is it then, beloved? It's this. Persecution is going to come. You just count it. It's going to happen. But when it does, as Peter goes on to say, if you be reproached for the name of Christ, happy are you, for the spirit of glory and of God resteth upon you. On their part he is evil spoken of, but on your part he is glorified. But let none of you suffer as a murderer or as a thief or as an evildoer or as a busybody in other men's matters. Yet if any man suffer as a Christian, let him not be ashamed, but let him glorify God on his behalf. 
In other words, those who are persecuted for righteousness' sake, those who are persecuted for his name's sake, Jesus is standing to his feet as he did when Stephen was persecuted in stone, and he's saying, that's my child. That one's bringing honor and glory to me. You say, well, pastor, I, I don't expect to ever be put on trial for my faith. Listen, you're put on trial for your faith every day. Every day, we are to give an answer for the hope that lieth in us. I've shared this with you before, but when I was a very young Christian, hadn't been saved but a couple of years, and was going to Bible college, and I was working full-time job while going to Bible college, working as a custodian, and I was going to work one day, and I, I was so happy. It just had been a great day in the Lord at, at, at Bible college and, and everything, and I was going into, the, into work, and I was walking through the cafeteria there, and I was just singing and making melody in my heart, and I met this old sour prune face looking thing, and he said to me as he went by, what do you got to be so happy about? And I did not have the time and did not take the time to stop, turn around to him and say, I am happy because Jesus has done so much for me. Let me tell you about it. That would have been the response. People will look at us like we are nuts when we are being persecuted and we are rejoicing in the midst of it. But that's what God wants because it brings glory to Him. It doesn't, don't go around looking for a pity party. Don't go shopping for somebody to feel sorry for you. Just praise God. Give Him the glory and watch what happens. God will work it out to His glory and to your betterment, I promise you. You will be victorious.